Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is Pastor Lionel Gant. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, with the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. This is the whole truth and nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And once again, we're we're coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. Today is the Sabbath day, so we give honor and we give glory and respect unto God, our Father, and we worship our Lord and Savior, Yahshua, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We worship him and we praise him. And we thank God for the Holy Spirit that has been poured out upon all flesh that will receive him. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this Sabbath day. For you told us, Lord, to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. And, Father God, we ask right now that that as last Saturday we were, last Sabbath we were dealing with the first commandment, that you are the Lord our God and that we should have no other God before us. Father God, we come in that spirit once again, asking, O Heavenly Father, that you be our God and that we be your people and that you establish us and set us free from the yoke of bondage. Father God, the people have been blinded by religion. The people have been blinded by governments. The people have been blinded by traditions. So right now, dear Heavenly Father, we come in the name of Yahshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We come breaking those yokes. We come breaking those binds. We come ending that blindness. In the name of Yahshua, we pray. Amen, and thank God. You know, today is today is the Sabbath day, and I want to express that to you that that you know there was never there's, there there's no scripture in the Bible that that commands you to worship on the first day of the week, which is Sunday. That only comes from the Roman government. That comes from the the the, the conquering. Empire Rome, who who established that uh, who established that covenant a long time ago, uh, in order to in order to bridge the way between the the Christian uh, religion that they have created that they had created and and, uh, and and so now we see that you know they their day of worship was the first day of the week. And it took them a long time to uh, get to the point where where they had the whole world uh, worshiping on that day. And now, what is so amazing to me is that all of these Bible scholars, uh, you know, most of my friends they've been to. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, most of my 
most of my colleagues, they've been to seminary and they've been to uh, religious colleges and they are very educated men and women. And and it amazes me that that uh, that they would allow uh, their denomination and their denominational beliefs to take precedence over what they read in the Bible. Yeah, now I know that yes, yes, we can say that that uh, that the Bible has been altered from its original content, meaning that some books from the Bible have been removed. Uh, I think it was 13 books altogether that were removed from the Bible. I, uh, uh, you know, you can't, you know, don't quote me on that, but I would, I would double check those facts in a few minutes, but I believe, you know, in my heart, I, I think it was only uh, like 13 books that were removed, but there were other books of the Bible that were written that were not a part of the of the compilation of of King James, and uh, and 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 today we want to deal with the truth of the matter as to who we are and where we are. I told you that all this year I was going to be coming out of one scripture. I mean, you you know what scripture I'm coming out of before I mean before the radio show even begins, and that's uh, that's out of the book of Genesis. The 15th chapter, the 13th through the 16th verse. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be preaching that and t- all year, and I've been preaching that all year. That that uh, that you know that that God spoke to Abram and told him, "No, assuredly, no, assuredly, that your seed, your descendants, your offspring, that they were going to be they were going to be captive and they were going to be enslaved and mistreated." in a strange country, in a strange land, a land that they had never known before, and they were going to be suffering for 400 years. And after that 400 years, then God was going to set them free. God is going to deliver them. And not only is he going to deliver them, but he's going to judge those that judge his people. Now, now we know we know the God we serve is a God who visits the iniquities down upon the ancestors to the third and the fourth generation. So we understand that that what we what we read in Genesis chapter fifteen, the thirteenth verse, that that God that God was going to judge His people, and that He judged us for four hundred years. The slavery that we suffered, the the lynching that we suffered, the mistreatment that we suffered, all the things that we endured, we endured, you know, because of the the, the iniquities of our elders, which fell down to our sons and our sons' sons and our grandsons. So we realize right now that that. Uh, that that we have served a four hundred year sentence. Glory to God. We served a four hundred year sentence. And now that sentence is over with. Now we are beginning to see the judgment of God. We're beginning to see the 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 wrath of God coming upon those nations that mistreated us. All right. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And we're coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. 
once again, with nothing but the whole truth. All right, let's go in our Bible to the book of Ezekiel. And uh, let's go into Ezekiel, the 22nd verse, beginning at, uh, I'm sorry, the 22nd chapter, Ezekiel, the 22nd chapter, uh, the 26th verse. But I'm going to begin reading for you uh, for clarity. I'm going to begin reading uh, from verse 25, but I want you to pay particular attention to verse 26, okay, because this is the state uh, of the church today. This is the state that we are in as a nation of people today. And when I talk about as a nation of people, I'm not talking about America. I'm talking about Afro-America. I'm talking about black America. I'm talking about the Negro, the Negroes that are living in America. Uh, and, and, and basically what, what, uh, what Genesis chapter 15, uh, verse 13, proves to us, it proves exactly who we are. When we say that we are the Hebrew Israelites, that we are the children of the Most High God, what are we saying? What, what evidence do we have? What proof do we have to back up the fact that we are the children of the Most High? Well, this scripture is one of many that, uh, that, that shows exactly who we are. And I went over on another broadcast uh, this year. Uh, I went into Acts, the seventh chapter, and I went into the testimony uh, of, of, uh, of Stephen. Uh, as as he begged out and cried out for his life, he went back and he explicitly, uh, you know, let the whole world know, uh, you know, who we were by basically quoting this same scripture that we see in Genesis uh, chapter 15, verse 13 and 14. He quoted it verbatim in the New Testament. So I made a comparison with you to show you that the same word of God that's in the Old Testament it can be found, the same word of God can be found in the New Testament. The God is the same today. He's the same yesterday, and he's the same forevermore. He does not change. His word does not change. His word is the same. And, 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 and if we look at what happened with the slave despoir, we realized that, yeah, there were slaves that had been brought over to the Americas, brought over to these lands, you know, back in the 15th century, okay? But, but slaves were not brought to the coast of America, to Virginia, until 1619. And, and history will back me up on that, on quoting that date, that, that uh, you know, that on August, 1619, the first slave ships came to America, and 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 from that day forward, that means that 400 years were in for us in August 2019, which has just came to pass, and now we see the pandemic that is going on. We see the plagues of of uh, of COVID virus. We see we see that we've had constant hurricanes that, and, and I told you on, a, on one of our past shows that I, I researched the, 
the patterns in which the uh, hurricanes were coming into the Gulf Coast, and the hurricanes followed the same patterns as the slave ships did coming in coming in into the Florida uh, 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 panhandle there. They followed the same course as those slave ships followed uh, coming in coming in from uh, from a strange land, coming in from Africa. And, and we see that the hurricane followed the same pattern. We've been having hurricanes ever since the year began. And, uh, and there's been untold destruction and un- untold disaster uh, ever since, you know, 2020 came in. And uh, as we begin to look at the fires, we look at the fires on the West Coast. The, the, the whole country has been on fire for, for, you know, all through this year. All through this year, there's been, there's been fires everywhere. And then when we look at the election that we've had, we've had one of the most, most talked about elections. We had, we had uh, talk of voter fraud. We've had, we've had all kinds of things that have gone on politically in the nation. Uh, where we see the nation divided into, into two. Where, 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 where we see, where we see violence perking up on every end. We've seen mass riots and all kinds of confusions in the street. And and this is just the beginning of woes. And this is just the beginning of woes. So so you to so I ask you to uh, to walk with me in the Bible and to follow me in the Bible. I preach this these sermons. I preach these these messages before from the book of Ezekiel, uh, chapter twenty-two, uh, verse twenty-six. I've taught this before. I've showed you how. How, how the same thing that's happened yesterday is the same thing that we're facing today. All right, this is the Sabbath day. Remember the Sabbath day. The Lord said that we should remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy above all days, that this is the day that the Lord has made, and he set it aside for us to rest and for us to worship and to praise him. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Let's get into the book of Ezekiel. Let's get into the book of Ezekiel, uh, chapter 22, and I'm going to begin reading at the, at the 25th verse, but I want you to pay close attention to verse uh, 26. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. We're coming out of Ezekiel 22 and, five, and 25. There is a conspiracy of her prophets in the midst thereof, like a roaring lion, ravenous, ravenous the prey. They have they have devoured souls. Look at what this scripture is saying. And this is this is my message to the modern day church. You know, they done opened up Walmart, they done opened up Kroger, they done opened up everything else, and now all of the cities uh all of the cities and all the states are, 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 are having are, are having to recall the uh, 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 their tactics on dealing with the coronavirus. Now they're saying that they because of all the outbreaks they're having, they're going to go back and, and, and start doing things like they were doing before. They're going to go back with the stay-at-home policy. They're going to go back with the mandatory mask. They're going to go back with all these things that they're asking you to do to 
prevent the COVID virus. Well, well, you know, ever since this happened, ever since this happened, what I want you to pay attention to is that they have ordered the doors of the church to be closed. Okay. What else have they done? They they've taken away our first our first amendment rights. Uh, the rights of, for us to assemble, the right for us to speak our peace, to speak our mind. People are not paying attention to the fact that that they have utilized this virus to keep us at home, and then they're feeding us through multi-screens of media, you know, feeding us misinformation and disinformation, that information that we should not even, information that we should, we should be able to witness and, and, and process ourselves. They're asking us to stay at home and to stay at home and watch on TV as they nurse feed us information, as they nurse feed us the information that we need instead of us receiving the true information. All right, all of our rights have been, all of our rights as citizens have been disregarded. All of our rights under the Constitution have been disregarded by, 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 this, by this, this, this fake pretense of this, of this uh, coronavirus. And, 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 and now we're seeing a spike in it, whereas, whereas all the doctors, uh, you know, are putting on the death certificates of everybody that died in the hospital, they're putting on that coronavirus. Well, that makes sense to them because they get paid, they get paid, uh, you know, you know, thousands of dollars for each client that comes through there that they treat for the coronavirus. So it makes sense for them to say that, that, you know, they believe this person's death was coronavirus related. So, so they have basically taken all of our rights away and they did it in broad daylight. They did it without no protest, without nobody screaming, without nobody hollering. And, and then those, those groups that did come forth to, to speak out against it, they called, those, they called them radical groups and they, they called them a radical extremists and they called them terrorists. And which black America, we're used to that. They've been calling us terrorists since we've been in this country. But we never came here on our own. We never terrorized anybody in a, in a, on the American uh, coast. We've never terrorized anybody. We ain't went around lynching people. We ain't went around raping people. We haven't went around doing any other things that they accuse us of today. Now they say that we are thugs and gangsters. You know, the last administration under Donald Trump, they kept using that word. I kept, I hate it whenever they use that word, talking about, the, the protesters that being thugs and, and gangsters. Well, the majority of those protesters that you was calling thugs and gangsters were not black people. They were mixed with just as many white and Hispanic people as it were. Uh, you know, and we're talking about the, the LGBT community. We're talking about gay and lesbian populations that were out there. There were many different cultures and populations, um, races that were out there in the streets marching this year. But you, you, don't, you don't have the right to call the American citizens because they're using their right to protest thugs or gangsters. They, you know, and, and most of the riots that were created, you know, we, we can go on record to show that, that during the daytime, most of the protesters, which were, which were black and were protesting for, for unjust police shootings and for the violence and for all of the things that are going on in America today, 
Most of those people that, that marched in the daytime, they marched peacefully. But then we saw that there were people that had infiltrated those protests that would that would turn the protests violent by night, that would start robbing the store, that would start, you know, going inside of the of the marketplaces, taking the taking the the, the goods and uh from the different stores. And so, so we saw that these things were more like they were planned or more like they were put in place by other organizations to discredit our uh, protest. All right, this is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast, and let's go into the Word and, uh, and get back into this Word. You know, the first thing it says in verse 25 that there's a conspiracy of her prophets, meaning that, meaning that, you know, Church of the Living God, judgment must first begin at the house of God. And as we see clearly in this scripture from the book of Ezekiel, that, that the conspiracy is going to start from the men and women of God because they want that government money, because they want that government cheese. You know, they're, they're, going, to, they're going to make alliances with the government. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to carry forth the, the false agenda of, of the new world order. They're going to, they're going to be spokesperson and, and mouthpieces for, 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 for the new world order. And right now I'm coming to you and I'm rebuking that spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, we rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We cast it out and we call forth the we call forth the spirit of God to move in the hearts and the minds of your men and women that they may preach the gospel, whether it means their life that they will preach the gospel. All right, this is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast, and we're coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. Verse 25 says that this is, the, this is a conspiracy of her prophets. Notice that it's coming from the church. You know? I mean, don't be deceived by what's going on out here in the world. You better be paying attention to what's going on in the church. It says, it says there is a conspiracy of her prophets. In the midst thereof, like a like the like a roaring lion raving its prey, they have devoured souls. Meaning they have they have devoured so many souls through this so-called Christianity, which 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 God Jesus Christ never called himself a Christian. He never they never you know David didn't consider himself to be a Christian. Abraham did not consider himself to be a Christian. What they are, they are children of the Most High God. Now, now look at here. I'm not going to play with words and play with the definitions of words. We know that, that, that when we talk about Christianity, we're talking about those who follow Christ. We're talking about those who are Christ-like. So, so, so I'm not going to be playing with the word to say that the word is wicked or the word is evil. No, the word is just an adjective describing who we are. It's just describing that we are the children of God that follow Christ. There are many people out here that, that worship that worship Jehovah, that worship that worship Yahweh, but they don't but they don't consider Jesus Christ as their prophet. They don't consider Jesus Christ as the Son of the Most High God. There are many religions out there that, that worship God but don't worship Jesus Christ. So, so we realize that Christianity kind of separates us, and, and it just give, it's just an adjective describing who we are. But do I use that word? 
I use it very rarely, but that is that word is 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 in my ministry. That word God gave me as part of my ministry, and my ministry being the life in Christ Christian ministry, meaning that we follow Christian concepts and we call it follow Christian values. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Let's go into verse twenty-six. It says now once again. Each one of these verses, notice that each one of these verses starts off with the with the with the prophets. Now this one is going this verse is gonna start off with the priests, and then the next verse twenty seven is gonna start off with the government, with the princesses. All right, verse twenty six. Her priests have violated my law and have profaned my holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and profane. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean, and have hid their eyes from my Sabbath, and I am and I am profane among them. Church of a living God. Now we've gone from the prophets and their conspiracy. Now we've gone to the priests and their upkeep and their upkeep of the church and the church value. Well Right now, we have we, we, this scripture goes back to the Sabbath day, which is the first commandment that was given that that controlled the days and times that controlled that 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 commanded man to 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 pay attention to the calendar. Okay, this is the first commandment that we see, you know, in the Word of God that's dealing with with our time, that's dealing with that's dealing with our calendars, that's dealing with that's dealing with our with with our with our culture, with our routine, and what the Word of God says in the fourth in the in that fourth commandment is that uh, is that remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy, and that you're not you're not allowed to exact any work or do anything on that day. That day is set aside between you and the Lord. What well we realize that we have to do. That what is it saying? Is it saying that we can't do anything on the Sabbath day? That we can't do this broadcast? That we can't do church services? That we can't do that we can't do uh, activities? No, that's not what it's saying. It's saying that whatever we do in this day, it should be set aside as holy, as a holy day before God, and we should we should do everything in our power and our power to to worship and to praise God, and to remember the Sabbath day, and to keep it separated from all the days of the week. Why? Because God separated that day from all the days of the week. And look what it says here. It says, the priests have violated my law, meaning that they have violated the covenant of God. This is what, this is what, this is what they seem to be missing, the fact that, that God made a covenant with man, Meaning that God made an agreement with man, and that the children of Israel in the in the wilderness with Moses, they made a covenant with God. Meaning that covenant is everlasting; it does not fade away. It does not, it, you know, it does not go away. You know, He can make a new covenant with us, and He can make another covenant with us. But the old covenant is still in place. The old covenant is still there, and the new covenant has begun. Now, what we're looking at right here, it says that, that her priests have violated my law and have profaned my holy things. 
They have they have put no difference between the holy and the profane. As we go inside the church today, we let's just look at how, how can I prove that to you? I can prove that to you easily. I can prove that to you by just looking at the dress code. Look at the dress code in the church. Let's go back to 1960 and let's come back up to uh, 2020 today. What is what is the dress code in the church today? How do you how do you dress to go to church today? Now now you can come in with jeans on. You can come in with with any kind of mini skirts. You can come in with any kind of sagging pants, underwear showing. You can come into church anywhere you want. And 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 I understand their logic saying you know come as you are that God ain't interested in saving clothes, but God is interested in saving so That's a lie from the devil. That's a lie from the devil. God requires his priest to wear uniform. God requires his priest to wear garments. He requires the ushers, the ushers, those that work in the temple, he required them to wear certain garments when they came into the church, when they came into the temple of the Most High God. The people were, were, were expected to have their heads covered, were expected to have on certain garments when they came into the temple of God. Now, now you got some 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 heathens going out here quoting some commandment that did not come from the Bible. That's saying that God God ain't interested in saving and saving clothes. God is interested in saving souls. That's that's a lie from Satan. That's a lie from Satan. God is very much God very much pays attention to how you come before Him. I mean, it, it, it was written in the law that. That 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 there was a time when women should have their heads covered, and then and then there's a time when men should have their heads covered when before they come before the Lord. Women should be having their heads covered before they go before the people. When they walk outside their door, when they're no longer in the comfort of their own home, God required for them to have, to have their head covered because their hair was their glory, and and that glory was meant for only their husband or their immediate family. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna come at you with the whole truth because ninety percent of the things that you're doing today as the modern day church is not found in the Bible. It's not found in the Bible. Except for the except for the baptism and, and, and the taking of communion, those are about the only two things that you follow, but you're doing that on the wrong day. The word of God says you're supposed to remember the Sabbath day, the seventh day, and to keep it holy. But you are steady worshiping on the first day of the week, and you will not repent from it. That's the thing that that amazes me. No matter how many scriptures I give you, no matter how many times I tell you the truth of what thus says the Lord, you still go back and you break the covenant of God. All right, let's go on to verse 27. Okay, 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 okay. Let me let me let me clear up one more thing. It, it said it said that that it said that 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 we're said no different between the holy and the profane. And so I told you that I told showed you that just by an example of looking at how the fashion has changed in the church. Let's look at how the praise and worship has changed in the church. Back in the day, they praised and worshipped God. If we read the Psalms of David, which are songs that were meant that was meant to be sung before the Lord, we see that those psalms give praise and adulation 
and, and admiration unto God, that those Psalms tell a story, that they give a, a, a historical account of events that happened, and they honor God for those events and for those things that happened. Okay, but now nowadays we have a gospel music, we have a gospel music that does not honor God, but that it, it's, it's, it's directed toward man. It, it, it's, t- it's telling man, it's telling the story to man. You know, it's not, it's, not a, it's not giving reverence to God. It's giving reverence to man. You know, songs, songs that, 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 that are what we call church Hollywood today. They got gangster beats to them. They got all kind of music that's thumping out, thumping out to them. And, and, and they're, giving, they're, they're motivated to, to get the people hyped up, but not to give praise and honor to God. They're to get the people all emotional. The songs are, are songs to get the people all hyped up, but the songs are not made to give reverence and glory to God. All right, let's go on into verse 27. Verse 27. All right. First, we started off in verse 25 with the prophets. Then we went to verse 26, dealing with the priests. Now in verse 27, verse 27 read, her prince. Her prints in the midst thereof are like wolves raving the prey to shed blood and to destroy souls to get dishonest gain. Verse 27 is talking about the government, talking about the leadership, talking about the princehood, talking about those priests, those princes, I'm sorry, those princes that were sent to govern and to watch over the people. But the, but the government is making merchandise out of the people now. The government is robbing the people blind. The government is, is back to where America was from the beginning. We're, we're in America, and we're receiving taxation with no real representation. They've just had one of the most ugliest elections they've had in history between the Democrat and Republican Party. And as I started off seven. Well, now going on eight years, seven years ago, but now it's going on eight years ago. Well, I told you from the beginning that we need to create our own political party. And until black America go back to the political party that we started in the old days, we have to have our own political party. And not just for black people, but for the people. And and we should call it the People's Party. You know, and and it and it should be of those that don't want to vote Democrat, that don't want to vote Republican, that want to create their own independence. You know, we've seen it done before. The Tea Party came up with their own candidates, and they they justified themselves as a party of people, and they became another party. And they do have representatives in the government today. What we have to do is the same thing. We have to break off from this Democratic and Republican. <laughs> parties and create our own party that's going to represent our values, that's going to represent us as a people. And we got to send people in office that are going to represent us. All right. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. It talks about the government in the midst thereof are like wolves, raving the prey to shed blood. You know, they made laws to do everything. They made all kind of laws to to uh, to restrict the people, all kind of laws to to uh, to afflict the people, and 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 we, if we look at these laws, 
most of them are directed right at us. When I say right at us, I'm talking about the poor, the disenfranchised. We're talking about black America, Latino America. We're talking about those people of color that are mostly affected by the laws that are being made today. All right. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And, uh, and, and I said that I was going to, from now on, I was going to, uh, to use this Saturday broadcast as strictly for the word of God, remembering the Sabbath day and to keep it holy and to, and to keep this word before the, the hearts and minds of the people. Now, I'm going to ask you to go into, to go into your Bible. And I wanted to keep the show like about 30 minutes long. I didn't want to keep it a, a hour long for you to, uh, uh, to be in the word. But, uh, verse 28 says, and her prophets <clears throat> have dad have 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 dabbed dabbed them with untempered martyr have dabbed them with un the prophets have dabbed them with unprofit with un untempered martyr seeing vanity and dividing and divining lies the prophets are you know, have 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 weakened the structure of the church of the body of Christ by 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 changing the the very structure. When they talk about by dabbing dubbing the the mortar, we're talking about they have literally changed the structure and the foundations and the formations of the body of Christ of the church. They have they have literally changed it. When the when the when the when the Catholic Church changed the Sabbath day from from the seventh day of the week to the first day of the week, when the Catholic Church brought in all of their uh, uh, rituals and all of their traditions, it forever changed. It it the, it, it changed the the building of the church. It, it 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 confused the structure of the church to the point that the people that are born and raised today. They don't know that Sunday is not the Sabbath day. They think Sunday is the holy day. They think Sunday is the Sabbath day. They don't know that the Sabbath day is the seventh day and not the first day. And they have defiled themselves before the Most High God. And most of them that think they're going to heaven, they're going to, they're, they're going to be the one that, that Jesus Christ was talking about, that they're going to stand before God and say, but Lord, didn't we cast out demons in your name, they're going to say, Lord, didn't we build these churches in your name? Lord, didn't we have these multifaceted ministries in your name? Lord, didn't we have these radio ministries in your name? Didn't we have these television ministries in your name? Lord, didn't, didn't we have all of this work, missionary work, evangelist work? Didn't we do all this work in your name? And God is going to say, depart from me, you work of iniquity. I never knew you because the structure of the church has been changed. They went, they changed when when it said that they dabbed the martyr, the martyr, that you know that 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 seeing vanity, that that seeing vanity, they 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 preach to you words, they preach to you words of vanity, and and, and they divining lies, they divine lies, they they made up stories, they made up stories to tell you, you know. They worship Christmas. They worship Christmas, uh, uh, Saint, you know, the, the Saints' Day inside the church. They worship Halloween 
inside of the church. They worship thanksgiving inside of the church. All of these things, which are violations of the commandments of God, they are doing in the church today. And, and now we see in, let's go down to verse 29. Verse 29 says, the people of the land have used oppression. That what was used against us, they have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and needy. Yea, they have oppressed the strangers wrongfully. Now, now, dear Heavenly Father, we come before you right now thanking you for your word. We thank you for the exaltation of your word. We thank you for the simplicity of your word. Because right now, through, through, through the book of Ezekiel, we see that the same thing that was going on in his time, we see the same thing is going on in our day and time today. That's why God will not, that's why God is not of a repentant spirit for our iniquities, for our wickedness, because we have done this over and over and over again. And those of you that are going to tell me, well, well, it seems like you're preaching God just to the black people. Uh, God is not just a respecter of person. He's not just not the God of black people. He's the God of white people. He's the God of Russian, China, Japanese, Vietnamese, or whatever. You may say that, but let me tell you something. Yes, yes, the, the, the gospel has gone out to all generations now, but, but God has chosen a particular people, and that particular people are his Hebrew Israelite people. I mean, even even the people that you that you cherish over in the Holy Land right now, they they claim the name of Israel as their nation, but they are not God's chosen people. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and uh, I'm going to have to go on down to verse 30, where God says that after he after he after he went from the he went from the from the prophets to the priests to the princes meaning the government, and then he went back to the established church. We went back to the church, to the, to, the, to the established church. And then in verse 29, he went to the people because the people had been oppressed. The people had been, had been ostracized. The people had been unable to worship God in a pure conscience. And now, now we go to the 30th verse where God is seeking a man. God is seeking men and women like you and I that are going to stand up on the truth, that are going to teach the truth, that is going to move in the truth. Verse 30. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. God said that he, he he saw the condition of the land. He saw the condition of the of the of the prophets. Then he saw the conditions of the priests. And he saw the conditions of the government. And then he saw the conditions of the people. And he saw the conditions of his church, meaning meaning his saving force, his 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 example in the world, which is the body of Christ. He's seen that and and, 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 and and God is looking for a man. God is looking for someone that's going to go forth and stand in the gap. He's looking for someone right now. Maybe that someone is you. Maybe that someone, 
is, is, is your offspring. Maybe that someone is your loved one. Maybe that someone is sitting right next to you right now. Maybe that someone, maybe that someone is your child. But God is looking for a man. God is looking for someone that's going to stand in the gap. And when I say man, I'm talking about man and woman too. God is looking for God is looking for a people that's going to stand up for him, that's going to fight for him, that's going to live according to the word of God and not according to the words of men. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and we're coming to you live once again with nothing but the whole truth. Going to the book of Ezekiel, 22nd chapter, and, and begin reading from the 21st verse to the 31st verse. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. I pray that you repent, that you turn back from your from your evil ways, from the ways that you were ignorant of. You, it wasn't your fault. You know, nobody told you that the things that you were doing as a modern-day church were wrong. But now, as we bring that revelation to you, you're expected to walk in that revelation. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Peace and blessings. Love you.